Hello and welcome back to another episode of Desert Island Dishes with me, Margie. I hope you're all well and having a lovely week. Lots of exciting projects and plans for Desert Island Dishes, which I can't share with you just yet, but stay tuned as it's going to be good. (laughs) A little teaser for you there. This week's castaway is Lily Simpson. Lily is the founder of The Detox Kitchen, which is a series of delicious delis and a food delivery company. I was going to say that it's a favorite with A-listers, but to be honest, it's a favorite of anyone lucky enough to have eaten there. The food is really creative and delicious and just great. Lily has written one best-selling book and another one is on the way next year, which I know is going to be great. Lily has basically built a food empire and she's done it on her own, off her own back, and she's just a bit of a superstar. Simply put, Lily is an inspiration and she also happens to be one of the world's loveliest people. Don't forget, if you enjoy listening to this episode, do subscribe to the podcast and leave us a review. Thank you so much. Welcome, Lily. How are you? Hi, I'm very good. Thank you you for having me. You're very welcome. So excited to hear your Desert Island dishes. So we actually met last year, I think it was, during quite a random sort of cooking competition. (laughs) And I remember when you turned up, I had that awkward thing of, I didn't know if you were pregnant or not because you you just don't know. And so I didn't know whether to say anything or not. And then it actually transpired. It was your due date. It was my due date. I can't actually believe that now I look back. Yes, it was my due date. You're like literally superwoman. And then, I I mean, we need to point out that neither of us won. No, we didn't. But there was quite a funny moment when we were standing with your husband and you were like, oh, normally I'm quite competitive about stuff like this, but for some reason... I don't really mind. And he was like, yeah, because you're about to have a baby. So I think you've got other things on your probably mind. couldn't go to India in the end anyway. No, so. probably not. But I do just remember thinking you are literally Mad. superwoman. <laughs> I was going to say superwoman, but maybe a combination. So Lily, you are, of course, founder and queen of the Detox Kitchen. If you had to sum up the mission of the Detox Kitchen in just a few sentences, what would it be? I think my mission has always been to get more people to eat healthy food and it really is a mission in that it is on a loop in my head so whenever we do anything it's well is that getting more people to eat healthy food and if it is then we do it if it isn't then we don't so I love that great it's like you've done that before yeah well maybe (laughs) one or two times and I read something you said which was we just want to give people the best chance to feel more energized, have better skin, hair, etc. But if you don't have the genes of a supermodel, we can't make you look like one. And I really loved that. And it really stayed with me because I think food at the end of the day is just food and it's meant to be delicious and it can do great things. But I think selling a dream that it can sort of do things that it can't. Yeah, totally. I think for us, it's well, certainly for me, it's always been about not necessarily the way that it makes you look, but if you eat really well and you care about yourself and you're kind to yourself and you nurture yourself through good food, whether that's super healthy food or whether it's indulgent food that is a, you know, you're kind of rewarding yourself with or whatever it might be. Um, I think you will end up feeling and looking better anyway. Yeah. So, you know, it's all about that kind of really healthy relationship with food, not overthinking it. Yeah. Um, And you're so right. I think there is a link between 
obviously between food and the way that we look, but it's sort of getting too obsessed with that kind of takes the joy out of food. Oh, totally. Definitely. So Lily, loads of things to talk about, but let's start by discussing your first Desert Island dish of the day. And that is the dish that most reminds you of your childhood. So this is roast chicken, which mm, I'm actually a vegetarian, so... I don't actually think I knew you were vegetarian. Well, that's probably because I turned vegetarian nine months ago. Oh, okay. But growing up, we grew up in a meat-eating household. There was always like no dish was complete without meat. And roast chicken was, I mean, I think we had roast. My mom wasn't the best cook. She was a good home cook, but she had, I think, chicken basically featured on every single dish. Um, Her best (laughs) Nothing wrong with that. There's nothing (laughs) wrong with that, especially when it's chicken thighs covered in chicken oxo cube roasted in the oven um, and then served with whatever we wanted. So yeah, chicken definitely featured heavily. And, but now obviously the roast dinner is still like my go-to comfort dish, but I try to recreate it in a in a vegetarian without way. the meat yeah so how come you decided to go vegetarian i watched like carnage um, have you seen it no no you must there are quite a few of those programs mm. which are on my list but i know it's gonna change my whole life i mean it literally so it was quite funny because the person said to me if you watch it i know you and you will become a vegetarian i was like oh god <laughs> so okay and then my mum watched it the same day and my older brother i asked him to watch it after i'd watched it and we are all now vegetarians but that's quite a good tactic because i yeah. think the family thing exactly. does make it harder if one of you is a vegetarian and one of you isn't what about your yeah. husband he's not okay. but he kind of to be fair he i cook every day my mum cooks my mum actually lives with us moved, oh, does she? moved to him when i had baby number oh, two i was oh, like amazing Can't the do dream <laughs> it's totally the dream so i basically get brilliant home-cooked food from my mum. Oh I my also goodness, Lily, that's food. actually incredible. <laughs> it's amazing. And I recommend it to anyone. Like I, I literally couldn't do it without her. So yeah, it's amazing. But yeah, so he gets cooked by basically delicious food by two women. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's got it good. living the dream, so isn't he? he turns around and says, where's the chicken on my plate? I'll be like, uh, excuse me, get out. <laughs> um, so Lily, you now have, I think, is it three delis? Yep. The three food delis. delivery business, an amazing cookbook, another one in the works, two children, a husband. <laughs> you are literally my hero. <laughs> Definitely and not. I've heard you say that you've always been ambitious, but I wondered was all of this what you pictured yourself doing 10 years ago? I think I always wanted to get into food, but I definitely didn't think it would be my career. I kind of throughout, I guess, from 16, I've always worked in restaurants, whether that's as a waitress or as a chef or um, washing dishes, whatever it might be. Yeah. But yeah, I guess I never really saw it as a career. And then I worked in property, realized very quickly it wasn't for me and was trying to look for a way out and then started catering. And one thing led to another. I think like ambitious, ambition wise, I always wanted to have my own company. Yeah. But yeah, I've just kind of... So it's just like figuring it. out how how that would evolve and what it would look like. Yeah, exactly. I know that you've always loved cooking, but after university, you did train, as you say, to be a property developer. Is it true that it all kind of kicked off when you asked to do the canapes at a corporate function where you worked and then six months later you'd quit that job and you were actually catering full time? You have done your research. <laughs> I try. <laughs> that is exactly true. Yeah. So yeah, I was working at a, a, a big development company. They had this beautiful building that they were just launching. And so they were doing canopy events every week, which I was going to eating the canapes angrily because they were a bit rubbish oh those canapes are so annoying I know so annoying canapes are the best just get it right yeah anyway so I I think I can live off canapes definitely so good I mean what's your favorite I mean 
probably shouldn't say this to a vegetarian, <laughs> but I mean, you can't beat the little cocktail sausages. True, you can't. How do <laughs> like, you recreate that? You know, yeah. normally when you you're factoring in like how many per head when it's mm. the sausage double. You literally, yeah, Triple. you have to go. Yeah, you have to go crazy. People yeah, go do. crazy for them. For the anyway, good honey glaze. Back to anyway. you, Lily. Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah. So I saw that they were not the best. I asked my boss if I could cater for them on the side. So I just did every evening for a week. Did it all from my home. Loved it. And I just wanted to make them amazing because I knew there was quite a lot of pressure. I thought potentially if this is something that I really want to do, I just want them to be brilliant. So spent all, you know, all night making them, preparing, and then put edible flowers on absolutely everything. Yes. That was a time when people were not that into edible flowers. Yeah, I I was going to say, I think you were, yeah, I think you were one of the first. Yeah, exactly. Thanks. They are just so pretty, aren't they? I know, they do. Did you find also cooking for people that you knew, like in that work context, that's always the most stressful, isn't it? Anyway. Yeah, I think there was definitely pressure. Yeah. But I kind of like that. It kind of made me make everything better. Yeah. And yeah, it kind of just one thing led to another. And then my work were amazing. They let me go part time. And then eventually I had enough revenue built up that I could go completely full time on my own, so which is cool. like so important because for me, I started my company and I was in an overdraft. I had no money. I had like, there was no option for it not to work. Yeah. Which was kind of a nice pressure in a way. And yeah, so I, so I launched. I think Lily- it's really encouraging for people to hear because they think often people are just imagining people are sort of sitting on mountains of money and it not yeah. really, not really mattering, but it does. I think you have to have some kind of financial risk, I suppose, involved in the business. And for me, the financial risk was not being able to pay my rent yeah. or not being able to eat. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's quite a big pressure. Yeah. There, and I think that is, um, but yeah, I'm really like definitely kind of want to support people who you know, don't really have a huge amount of money, but they can really make it work. Like I, I really have come from nothing. And, you know, we've now got to a point where, you know, there are investors and yeah. it's really serious and it's this big thing. But, you know, I, I never really predicted it, but yeah. I mean, you happen. couldn't really have predicted it, could you? No, I suppose, no. It's amazing. Okay, moving on to your second desert <clears throat> island dish of the day. And that is the first dish you learned to cook. I'm not sure if this is the first dish I learned to cook, but it's definitely the one that sticks out in my memory the most. I think the first dish I probably made was fairy cakes with mum, I'm guessing. Yeah. But the one that I remember most is roasted veg with pasta. And the reason I remember that is because I feel like it was the first dish that I properly cooked. And I used to rush home after school and chop all the vegetables up, like put loads of oil over them and salt and pepper. And I'd kind of just worked out the like, the fact that if you put something in the oven, it yeah. fits it. <laughs> and so, I, and then I would like boil the pasta. I was probably like 13, I guess. And I lit, I think my family was sick of that dish. <laughs> and I was like, and I had that, you know, p- um, pesto out of the jar. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> Which just, tastes so good at the time before you've had a exactly, proper pesto. Before you realize how to yeah. make your own. Yeah. But yeah, I just, I just made it on repeat. I think my brothers will remember that. They were just, they were like, please, can you just, actually, it's weirdly that that's vegetarian. Yeah, that is. Yeah. I didn't cook like with Like a meat. full circle. Exactly. Hmm. Mm. Interesting. <laughs> so researching you and your career has actually been really inspiring because oh. you just get things done. Like you decide to do something and then you do it. So like with your catering and then with the food delivery business, you wrote, I believe, a list of dream clients or people to cook for. And then you just 
rang them and then it all just sort of went from there is that how it happened that is exactly how it happened I think the the thing is is that I often um I probably don't do myself enough justice when I say that things just happen but I use a lot of this thing called visualization which sounds very profesh but it isn't okay (laughs) it's basically when you're super unorganized like I am (laughs) I have to use something to like unmuddle the confusion yeah so I visualize everything like I even visualized our meeting. Oh, really? Because I try and like slot it into the day. So before I go to bed, I'm like, okay, what do I need to do tomorrow? If I can imagine myself doing it in my head the night before, then the next day it's easy. I've already done it. Like no problem. I like that. So I kind of did that with every element of the business. For every new thing I've launched, I visualize it. And I might do that once or I might do it 20, 30, 40 times in my head to make sure that I've got everything sorted so that when I come to do it. So when I launched Detox... I kind of looked three months ahead and I was like, right, I want to be delivering to this amount of people and this is what it looks like. And I'm in my car and then I'm cooking and then I'm um, delivering the food and, you know, all of these things, I kind of just piece them together and then it just kind of works out. But it seems like it's just worked out in the end, but actually it's quite, I mean, a it lot of planning. It has definitely worked out. I am going to start visualizing when I get home. <laughs> yeah, do some visualizing. It's good. <laughs> and so the cold calling, I think, I mean, that That's... sounds terrifying, but you just, the worst thing is still no. cool. I mean, there's no way, it's quite funny actually, because I told my husband the other day that I had emailed this company five times. He was like, what? You email people to like get stuff. I'm like, yes, the whole time. Like it, that's how you get what, and business. And then they, they don't reply, you, you just, just carry email on. again. And again and again. <laughs> and it was the same with this. I mean, I was, you know, when I launched, I wanted to have 20 people on the delivery at the same time. And so I needed to get 20 people. So I just consistently emailed. I mean, it was quite easy with this because I was like, I'm going to deliver you a week's worth of free food. Yeah. Why would you say so, no to that? Yeah. And, um, and it worked. And I've actually, I use that method of kind of generating new business all the time. So I just, I write my list of people that I want to work with, or I want to be in touch with or whatever it is. And then I just go through the list and kind of tick it off. And it also means it's super quick because, I mean, it's quick in the sense of it might take me a week to get a response from all of those people, but yeah. it might, it only takes me two hours to get through my list to know that I've contacted them and then to wait. And also then you get the like excitement of the email response <laughs> because I hate email. Like, like Christmas. Oh God, another email that I have to respond to. Oh, but these ones I'm like, yes, someone's replied and it's exciting. Yeah. Kind of, you know, Yes. Okay. I think we should all forget like the phrase, what would Beyonce do? It's what would Lily do? We've all got as many hours in the day as Lily. Oh, that's too funny. (laughs) Um, Right. Third desert island dish of the day. That is the best dish you've ever eaten. So this was, I mean, my memory is pretty awful. Yeah. Um, So I've gone with something quite recent. I will forgive you. Um, But... I was in France this summer and we stumbled in the Loire Valley mm-hmm. and we randomly stumbled ap- across a restaurant that was Michelin star accidentally. Oh my, my husband was like, hang on a second. We have two children. We're going to Michelin star restaurant. Are you crazy? It's like, no, it's fine. happening. And, like, and you're vegetarian and we're in France. It's probably not going to be like what you want. And I was like, no, 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 it's fine. We'll go. And so I basically dragged him and the rest of them along to this like beautiful white tablecloth. There was no, no one else in the restaurant pretty much. <gasps> We had like five waiters to us. It was all a very strange, surreal experience. And then when I told them I was vegetarian, they were like, oh, hmm. And it wasn't the greatest thing in the world. Yeah. So I wasn't hopeful. For <laughs> Their them. faces fell. Yeah. <laughs> I felt really bad. I, I almost decided to eat meat that day, but I was like, no, no. So anyway, they were like, okay, we'll see what the chef can do. And honestly, 
the food that came out was unbelievable. <gasps> In fact, my husband even, he was like, your food is way better than mine. I'm really jealous. I had, the, it was a risotto, like a yeah. vegetable risotto with some kind of green thingy, like saucy thing. Then a couple of like jelly things. <laughs> and it was topped with- a, I love saucy thin, things. Oh, sauce. I mean, the saucy, saucy sauce. jelly. Oh, it was amazing. And foamy. Some foamy, saucy and jelly all things. three. It was amazing. And on top, it was served with a very thin layer of pasta, <gasps> like a sheet. So it was like- it On top came. of the risotto. <gasps> and it was amazing. So yeah, that was, I mean, the best dish I've ever eaten. Yeah, that sounds- that I can remember. Yeah. Well, that's an excellent <laughs> choice. That sounds delicious. Also, it's so nice when it's like really unexpected. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. So can we talk a bit about the detox kitchen menus? Yeah. I mean, you've been so clever to have been at the forefront of the sort of healthy food revolution in the UK. And I wondered what's the most popular thing on the menu? So thank you for that. But um, I think the most popular thing on the menu is, so on our salads, our most regular salads that we keep on the menu are sweet curried sweet potato which is just this amazing curry blend and it's roasted so mix it all um before it goes into the oven pop it in the oven and then we serve it with like a coconut yogurt dressing yeah it's amazing and coriander really good it's really good is that the kind of thing where if you took it off the menu people would just riot people get angry we've done it before in fact (laughs) it's off the menu now we're bringing it back next week for that reason (laughs) (laughs) um courgette is another one yeah like where's the courgette gone i'm like ah we're um, trying to mix we've had it on the menu for like four years now so we're just thinking let's try something new and they're like no 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 people don't like that people don't like that (laughs) so um so yeah courgette is pretty popular and then we've got beetroot brownies which everyone loves which weirdly, when I, they were actually developed by Sarah, who was one of my very first chefs, who was amazing. Sadly, she moved to New York, but she created this beetroot brownie and I hated, like really, really did not like them. Oh, she really? She was like, you just got to go with them. Like, I know it's a weird, because I am like a dirty chocolate person. Yeah. It's embarrassing. Um, As in like Cadbury's yeah, rather than yeah. dark. Kit Kat, yeah. Twixes. Ooh, I yes. know, it's really bad. Um, and so my, I love like super healthy, savory food. Not so great on the super ish healthy yeah. ish sweet stuff <laughs> I just don't see the point I'm kind of like I'm going to commit to eating dirty chocolate right yeah. now but the beetroot brownie has changed my world um, to an extent. my tummy just rumbled <laughs> <laughs> um it's gooey it's kind of earthy as you would imagine yeah kind of sweet and doesn't make you feel sick um, that's if always you a 10, bonus in a which brownie. Is good. Yeah. <laughs> you can have a batch and you're okay. Yeah, and you're okay, exactly. <laughs> Has anything surprised you like about how your customers eat and what they like and what they don't like? Um, I think what surprises me probably most on our home delivery side is the regularity of orders. Oh, really? Yeah, because people, I mean, like, there are people who we fed for the last six years consistently. Like, like week in, week out. Week in, week out. I mean, it's absolutely extraordinary. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Um, but amazing. Yeah, amazing. Um, and for su- such a variety of I mean, that's of what I'm working towards yeah. too, Lily. <laughs> <laughs> it, is, it is amazing, I guess. Yeah. Um, you know, we had, we've had one guy who we just, he just works in an office. He just, obviously he has, you know, he wants his healthy food to be covered. And then he, you know, we know that he indulges on the weekends. He yeah. tells us. Okay, yeah. You know, and then we've got, you know, people who He's are- He's living uh, like the five, the five two. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Five two dream. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he actually is. 
Yeah, I guess. I mean, it is, it's, a, it's such a convenient way of living, isn't it? Yeah. Like you just, that for people who don't enjoy cooking, you just don't even have to think about it. It's yeah. just sorted. I think the thing that's really interesting now, and actually we're, we're moving more towards this, is that we've got the delis. But for me, I'm quite excited about the online side of the business because yeah. I love cooking. I mean, I absolutely love it. It's my thing that allows me to switch off. I just, I'm in a world of happiness for half an hour but I still don't have time to cook. You know, I come home, I get home at six. I have to get food on the table by 6.30. Otherwise there's meltdowns. And so- Is that just your husband? Or? That's my husband, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I guess for us, for me or for our company, it's much more about how can we really cater to make healthy food convenience. Yeah, and your book- Yes. Beautiful. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I love the lemon chicken. I make Yay. that loads. Good. But I wondered, what's your favorite recipe? Do you know what? That was actually oh, my favorite. Oh, really? That was yeah. my mum. That recipe is from my mum and she just has tried and tried and tried to get it perfect. It's a really good one. She has succeeded. Yeah, <laughs> so good. Um, I love, there's a pearl barley and broad bean and hazelnut recipe, which is super simple, but I just love it. Yum. And I kind of have got my head so stuck into in the new book. book now, yeah, I can't even sorry, remember. that was like a trick question. <laughs> the new book is that all vegetarian? It's all vegetarian. It? Yeah, it's called Vegetables. <gasps> yes. Love it. That was a working title yeah. that stuck. <laughs> and we, I've taken thirty-three vegetables, and I have done like between three to seven recipes per vegetable. Oh my god, what a yeah. cool idea! Yeah, it's really cool actually. <gasps> and when's that coming out? Are we allowed that's to know? It's coming out in March. Yay. Yay. Yeah. And that's exciting. So Lily, moving on to the fourth Des Island oh. dish of the day. That is, what is your favorite sandwich? It is egg mayo Ooh. and cress. Ooh, not yes. without the cress. No, not without the um, I love a good egg mayo. So good. I mean, I often just eat it on its own before it even gets to the bread. On the bread, yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> definitely so good. That too, it's so good. Yeah. Are we thinking like on an open sandwich or? Love an open sandwich. Love a bun. Actually, Ooh, yeah. just a good seeded bun, maybe. Um, yes. The key, I think, to an egg mayo is a good amount of mustard. Oh, okay. Mm. I like a little bit of mustard in there. Grainy? A good, grainy mustard? Not grainy, no. no. Just no. good old English, actually. <laughs> You're ridiculous, <laughs> Margie. <laughs> you crazy? <laughs> the look in your eye then. Like, ah! <laughs> um, yeah, but with cress. Okay, has to be. Has yeah, to be cress, yeah. Because it just gives the, the freshness, the crunch... Just, I don't know what it is. Yeah, it sort of elevates it from it a does. supermarket egg sandwich. True. Which, they uh, good on their own, own right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I know that you are very well-traveled. Oh. And I wondered, well, I think you are. Ish. Yeah, was. <laughs> um, yeah. Is that a big source of inspiration for your cooking? Definitely. I think, you know, all the dishes that we have here, um, definitely the dishes in the book are all inspired by either traveling or going to restaurants with different yeah. cuisines. I love India. It's amazing. It's literally my favorite place in yeah. the world. So I've been there a couple of times. Um, I went to Thailand so a lot. I mean, the curries in Thailand, just too much. Middle East, kind of been to, to Lebanon, to where else have I been there? I went to the Wadi Ram. What did you eat um, when you were there? I think I ate um, a variety of dishes. Something I was asking my friend the other day because I am obsessed with food and it's literally all I talk about. If you could only eat one cuisine, like all meals, Mm, all day for the rest of your life, what would it be? I think I've had that same discussion. Yeah. It's a tough one. God, it's so tough. Mm. Um, Because I kind of go from, I start with French, then I'm like, no, 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 Italian. Then I'm like, hang on a second. Indian. Yeah. Then I'm like, no, 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 that would be too much. Middle Eastern. 
then I'm like, oh, hang on a second. Modern English. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Because then you can say, well, modern English is Everything. All, of, all of those cuisines. So let's <laughs> yeah, go with that so one. true. Mm. I like that you have thought of that question before. <laughs> and that will be Always. my new answer now. I was really struggling. Um, right. The fifth desert island dish of the day is the dish that you eat the most often. Is my detox kitchen salads. Ooh, good answer. <laughs> I mean, I literally eat it every day. Yeah, I mean, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't It'd you? It'd be so I weird would... if you were like, not, not to be just arrogant. popping out for lunch, guys, <laughs> and just like, going to Pret. Yeah, no. I um, <laughs> I always have three uh, large box with three salads so that I can try more, but also just because I want three yeah. like, to eat no, them. Pretending it's for research. Yeah. No, just three. Yeah, three. Well, yeah, that sounds delicious. And do you tend to have a pudding? Do you know what? I don't actually. Just maybe a Kit Kat in the afternoon. Yeah, Kit Kat in the (laughs) afternoon. I mean, occasionally we've just bought out some new cookies. They're quite good. They're good for an afternoon snack. I tend to save my sweet thing for an afternoon snack. What about your banana bread? Banana bread. Banana bread is so good. With the koyo and the berries. That's been a regular on the menu. Yes. I think people will get angry. I coined that, but I have no idea if. You know, I probably didn't. No, I mean, but I feel like you did in terms of mostly you just get a slice of banana bread, but you kind yeah. of turned it into an elevated. Exactly. Yeah. No, I think um, maybe, yeah. I don't good. know if I, I said I did. Yeah, I you did. flowers, yeah. banana bread. Uh, <laughs> just creator of all things. <laughs> um, okay, Lily, I've got a question for you. What would be five store cupboard ingredients that you couldn't live without? Your desert island ingredients, if you will. Oh, I like it. (laughs) Um, Weirdly, or not so weirdly, is red lentils is the first thing I think of. Oh. Because I just cook with them all the time. Okay. Good thickener. Yes. Good just on their own as a soup. Yeah. Because you can always make a dish from red lentils, regardless of if you don't have anything else. That's true. Red lentils, water, a bay leaf, salt and pepper, done. Although that's a bit boring. No, it's not Um, boring at all. I just A good staple. It's a very good staple. Yeah avocados yeah obviously obviously only because that's the only green thing that my children will eat oh really <laughs> so gotta get that into them and it's a good fat hard to get good fats when you're a veggie oh yeah oh yeah that's true pumpkin and sunflower seeds i'm going to group together okay because they go into every single salad that i make ever i will allow that always because they're amazing i would say tomatoes actually because i like making tomato sauce for my children yep I like a tomato and onion salad with yeah, on nothing, the side. Nothing better. Um, chuck them into a stew, make a soup. So versatile. Yeah. You've only got uh, one left. Oh, really. hang on. Is yeah. this, can I say cauliflower? You, you can say anything you like. <laughs> I mean, the you, cauliflower. You looked so serious when you asked me that. This, <laughs> this is like, this yes, is a serious can, question. No, I know. But, I mean, yeah, of course you can have cauliflower. <laughs> um, cauliflower. Because what can you not do with a cauliflower? Now, it's true. You can rice, you can make it into a rice. I know. Raw, cooked roasted stews soups i don't think you can use it in sweet dishes yet but who knows oh i am sure Probably someone has come up with a way yeah i love slicing a cauliflower like a piece of toast and yes. then roasting Thanks. that and then using it kind of as toast have you like, done that oh, on a barbecue oh no i okay, haven't so i in the book there is a recipe the new book is griddled griddled thing. so i recreated it on holiday but on a barbecue and what griddled cauliflower yes yeah, so is it's it really charred is it called a cauliflower steak yes it is <laughs> yeah <laughs> it is is it not quite like a steak no just not, not to get 
the expert because I did say that to my husband he was so it kind of set the standard and he's like this is never you you do realize this is never going to compare I'm like okay just go with it I did that with my brother-in-law with a um, vegan lasagna <laughs> that was kind of just made out of nuts and he didn't realize because it did look kind of meaty and he dug into it and still oh. like five years later he still talks about <laughs> the disappointment um but no those sound like great desert island ingredients yes I don't feel worried about you at all at the desert island I think you're pretty resourceful but how do you oh. think you'd get on I don't know I think I'm I would be resourceful when it came to food and shelter yeah I'm not sure I would deal with the spiders I, I hadn't even thought about the spiders oh maybe there won't be any there won't be there wouldn't <laughs> this is a tropical yeah tropical no, this is a heavenly it's heavenly yeah spider. I don't so yeah no oh my god I hadn't even snakes no I think way. you just like visualize an yeah. amazing like five-star hut and then you'd build it and then I build it <laughs> And <laughs> um, moving on to the sixth desert island dish of the day that's your go-to dinner party dish so i am the queen of not preparing ever okay anything yeah that goes across my entire life yeah <laughs> and so dinner parties are definitely not something i prepare for so they tend to be pieced together things mm-hmm. so i then kind of picture as a sharing yes thing which people love. And they yeah, think, I've really thought love. about it, yeah. but actually I haven't. I'm like, <laughs> I don't, I'm going to, we're going to share a variety of cuisines because that's all that's in my cupboard. So I love doing like, like a big stew or a big curry and then having like a really like interesting rice dish with it or maybe a rice salad even, mm. who knows? Yeah. Um, and then maybe a couple of other salads. Do you feel pressure being vegetarian, having people around, like having to show them how delicious vegetarian is? I do. You would if you weren't as busy as you are, but you don't have time to worry about that. I don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm just like, this is food. I've cooked it. Eat it. If you're not going to eat it, then like just drink the wine. Yeah. So that's true. Very relaxed <laughs> attitude. I like it. Yeah. Um, okay. I feel like you're a good person to ask, where are your favorite restaurants? Okay, so hands down, favorite restaurant is drum roll. Nopi. Good answer. Yes. Yeah. Thank delicious. You. Because for a vegetarian, I mean it's always been my favorite, even when I wasn't vegetarian, but then I still pretty much just ate the vegetarian food on the menu. Yeah. So love, love, love the food there. He's so clever. I mean, he just is so clever. And it Have just, you met him? No. I want to. Yeah, me too. How do we do that? I don't know. Can I'm you sure visualize can. it? I'm going we'll to hang on. I'm going to visualize it right now. I have now. to be there too. You, you are in the visualization, <laughs> of course. Um, I think we can do this. Yeah, I think so. Oh, let's email him. Let's yeah, let's just lure him here and feed him yeah, banana bread. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay we're going to do yeah. that. I've, I've totally forgotten what the question oh. <laughs> was now. Because Your other favorite restaurants. Do you know what? I love Lima. Yeah. Peruvian. That's really always really good. I love. I love a good Italian actually. It's I mean, Zafferano is the best Italian in London. Yep. So I frequent there. What do you have when you're there? And, well, to be fair, they, and this is going to sound very posh. And actually, I, oh, no, I'm not going to say it. Oh, what? Ask again. <laughs> no, because they, they have scrambled eggs with truffle on top. Oh, that sounds I so mean, good. So you don't want to say that? I can say that. Okay. I said it now. <laughs> it's so indulgent. But yeah, I but it's so delicious. It. Amazing. And then I mean, truffle. Just a good minestrone. I mean, you know, who would have thought that ordering a minestrone in a restaurant would be a thing, but it's just the best. Mm, and good it's tip. So good. Good tip. Oh, and one other. Yeah. Hoppers. Oh, yes. Hoppers are so oh, good. That's Sri Lankan. Mean, Sri Lankan. Yeah. So good. I actually, the one in Soho is amazing, but I on Saturday went to their new one on Wardour, no, on 
It begins with a W. It's near <laughs> here somewhere. Um, and the food just doesn't disappoint. It's so good. Oh, okay. That's a really good tip. Right. We're on to the last dish of the day. And that is the last dish you would eat before being cast off to the desert island. So that would have to be some kind of pasta dish, which is totally not Detox Kitchen. But but it is because Detox Kitchen is all about... Balance. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah, it's very, de- and I it's think, very on brand. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. Yeah, you're welcome. Okay. That's made me feel much better. Um, <laughs> what flavor would you have? I mean, I'd probably go with... I do love a sort of creamy, mushroomy sauce, mm. but I equally love a kind of fresh pea, broad beanie type thing. Oh, okay. Um, well, maybe we can do like a pasta tapas and we'll just oh, give you like a range of different oh ones. Oh my God, please. I'm yeah. so glad that we've timed this just for lunch. lunch. I know it's because... a nightmare when you do it like mid-afternoon, <laughs> just like passing out with hunger. <laughs> um, right. You're allowed to take one luxury item with you. What are you oh. going to take? I can't think of anything I would need apart from my family. No, it's really sweet and I feel really mean, but you can't take them. (laughs) (laughs) But you could take a photo album. Okay, fine. Yeah? Oh no, that would be heartbreaking. I couldn't look at them. That would be awful. I'd take my phone. No, Lily, that's totally against the rules. No, you're cut off on the desert island. I guess my laptop. Okay, okay, yeah, without internet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. So. It's a deal. Done. And um, thank you so much, Lily, thank for letting you. us hear your dad's oh, island dishes. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Now, if Lily doesn't inspire you to get cracking on that thing you've always wanted to do, I don't know what will. I've had a very productive week since seeing Lily. Long may it continue. Lily kindly gave me lunch at the detox kitchen after our chat, and it was just so delicious. I love the sound of her final meal, a smorgasbord of pasta. That is right up my street. Thank you so much for listening and see you next week. In the meantime, you can find me on the internet at madebymargie on Instagram or madebymargie.co.uk for lots of recipe ideas. Bye.